One thing before we begin, and stick around at the end for one more. If you've never made an Ignatian retreat, you should. There are lots of Jesuit retreat houses around the United States and the world where you can experience a silent retreat founded on Ignatius's spiritual exercises. If you can't make it to a retreat house, there is another offering for you. It's a four-day online busy persons retreat. Each day you meet one-on-one with a spiritual director for an hour by video chat, talk about your prayer and your relationship with God, and then they offer you tailored materials and suggestions for you to pray with. And then you meet again the next day. There's a retreat starting on October 23rd, but another will be offered in January and April. You can learn more and register through my Ignatian Friends website, beckyeldridge.com. She's leading the charge in this new form of Ignatian retreat. I'll leave a link on the post that companions this podcast at godinallthings.com. This is the God in All Things podcast, rooted in Ignatian spirituality and seeking the presence of God in the everyday. There is a deep truth that underlies all of reality. Finding God in all things is not just about surface-level seeking, but knowing the presence beneath the surface, the real reality. Most of us let life happen to us, and when we're disturbed by our reality, we quickly and instinctively react. Our call is for action and change and productivity. We rarely stop and listen. Really listen. Contemporary mystic and author Carl McCollman recently wrote about the response to the Las Vegas shooting. A couple Democrats in Congress chose not to participate in a moment of silence for the victims. Thoughts and prayers, they argued, were an excuse not to act. But McCollman says, we live in a culture where we have rejected silence. We no longer listen to one another. I would add that we don't often listen to ourselves either. We never enter into what Teresa of Avila would call the interior castle. So what ends up happening is that any action we do take originates from a place of unawareness, of non-listening. When we don't deeply listen, we don't fully act from the place of truth, that is, reality. Many are quick to call certain actions prophetic. Stop the silence and the prayer and get moving. Yet our tradition, and certainly the Ignatian tradition, calls us to be contemplatives in action. This way of proceeding does not allow action without first a pause. McCullman says, I don't think anyone is going to be very creative here if they are not willing to be silent and listen and be silent some more, and wonder, and reflect, and pray if that's how you roll, or meditate, or contemplate, or be mindful. A prophet cannot be prophetic without listening for the truth. Call it prophetic listening. Margaret Silf calls it reading the signs of the times. 
Listening is also about listening to what isn't being said. She says in her book, Companions of Christ, Reading the signs of the times is about extending this art of listening to the larger world around us. It is about getting in touch with the invisible currents under the immediate surface of society and discerning at this level what is leading us towards a fuller humanity and what is diminishing our humanness. In each of us, there is a potential mystic and a potential prophet. The mystic intuits what is really going on beneath the surface of things, notices the divine amid the ordinary, and sees others with God's eyes. The prophet addresses what the mystic sees, challenging all that is threatening to undermine humanity's journey towards life in all its fullness, and encouraging all that is nourishing and empowering that journey. A prophet speaks truth. When we prophetically listen, we channel the attentive listening of the mystic and listen for the truth that underlies everything. Instead of taking sides and platforms and stances, let us listen to all the voices, all that goes unspoken, all that is felt and real. I believe much of our world's problems, which are often exacerbated by those in power, come from a lack of listening to the reality. What is the reality of violence in people's lives? What is the reality of those who struggle to find an income, or struggle to be loved, or struggle with mental illness? Vatican II even used the phrase, signs of the times, and our need to interpret them. Even our church needs to prophetically listen. When we don't let ourselves prophetically listen, then we start making up false narratives about the world and about other people's situations. As Sylph says, we must intuit what is really going on beneath the surface of things. And then we must prophetically challenge and take action. We must see with God's eyes, as Ignatian spirituality calls us to do. We must listen with God's ears. Only then can we be illuminated to the truth of the love and healing that lurks beneath the surface. Before we go, I want to encourage you to keep learning about Ignatian spirituality and prayer. One way to do that is to explore the resources and audio meditations we have at ignatianresources.com. We have a new four-week series called Encountering Jesus, which is great for groups and is based on week two of the spiritual exercises. And there's also Imagine Advent, a great program for parishes and other groups for the upcoming Advent season. Both series come with their own audio meditations. Many resources are free at IgnatianResources.com, but on paid items, you can save 10% with the promo code PODCAST. Thanks for listening, and God bless.